Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! In one of our previous episodes, we had a conversation about the North Star. You mentioned that the mental compass is broken for most people on this planet, that people don't understand what to do or what path to take in their personal growth. In this episode, I want to go deeper into this topic. Could you please explain what you meant by the North Star or personal truth? Um, The North Star is a star, essentially, um, in the physical realm that aligns perfectly to the North Pole of um, planet Earth, right, in its rotational axis, so the rotational axis of the planet. Um, It is a star that is not a fixed star, as in there are multiple different stars um, that at different points in time are playing the role of the North Star for planet Earth. However, the meaning behind the star remains the same. Um, so it's almost like you would think you could think of the North Star as like the title. You know, like there are like the president of the United States, for instance, is a title, right? Or the CEO of a company is a title, or like the Queen of England is a title. But there could be multiple individuals um, that would hold that title over time and yet the significance of the title remains the same so the north star is kind of like a collective title if you will for um a star that carries a particular mission um as it relates to planet earth and the mission is as follows so the north star is supposed to be um the guiding light both in the physical sense of the word as in it would always point to the north right for those um, people that might choose to use it for navigation, for instance, of those societies or those civilizations that used, choose to use that for navigation kind of instead of a compass. Uh, but it goes way be- uh, beyond the physical. The North Star is also an etheric concept of alignment um, that is both planetary, so it's planetary alignment, um, as well as for each individual being on the planet, they, w- they could use that as their point of alignment. So very often, and it's actually the concept of alignment is something that you guys talk about all the time, right? In in or at least like you hear about all like all the time for a lot of spiritual quote unquote conversations. Um, they always tell you, oh, you have to be in alignment, be in alignment. Now you're not always sure what that means, but one definition of being in alignment is actually being in alignment with the planetary north star. It also means by like, in essence, if you're in alignment with the planetary North North star, that means that you are in alignment with the overall direction of the planet. And by the virtue of you being in alignment with the greater good of Gaia, you are, you also tend to be in alignment with your own greater good, because when you choose to incarnate here, your own mission, your own personal path is not separate from the planet, 
right? They're they're aligned essentially, and so one is correlated to to the other. Uh, so going back to your original question again, like the North Star is like a pair star um, to the planet of Gaia that plays a very important role around aligning Gaia to its mission, as well as aligning all the other high consciousness beings on this planet to their personal mission, as well as a collective mission of evolution. Now, uh, I mentioned that there are multiple stars that, you know, are in rotation when it comes to which one is the current polar star right now? The the star called Polaris is playing the role of uh, the North Star. But again, it is not going to be here forever. But generally, every 26,000 years, you, you get like the full circle. They come full circle. Uh, but essentially, right now, Polaris is not fully aligned to um, the North axis of planet Earth. Um, because again, um, planet Earth is in constant rotation. But again, it is probably the best proxy right now for the North Star. So by connecting to Polaris, essentially, um, you would be connecting to your own personal truth, your own path, your destiny, so to say, as well as to planet Gaia. And as a byproduct of connecting to Gaia's path, you would also align to the path of the Milky Way galaxy because everything essentially is in alignment. So in the same way that you know, Gaia, you're, you have a mission uh, denoted and defined by a higher self. Gaia has a mission that fits into, as a, it fits as a puzzle piece into the grand scheme and the grand direction of the Milky Way galaxy. So when everything is in alignment, essentially what this represents is, it's a re it represents the shortcut, the most optimal path um, for evolution. Um, when, yeah, so essentially when you're aligned to the North Star, you are able to travel your own personal path in this incarnation in the way that enables you to make the right decisions, in the way that enables you to travel the shortest distance to your personal evolution without making loops. Because as I'm kind of like watching humanity, um, a much more common way to live an incarnation is to create loops or go through a, a cycle of loops. Um, as in, Let's say you, you came here to learn relationships and let's say that your lesson in relationships is to understand compassion. And let's say that there is like an, a, a most optimal path from your beginning, like point A, which is the beginning of your incarnation in your life, to point Z, which is the end of that incarnation. Instead of walking down that most optimal path of learning compassion based on what your higher self, the experiences your higher self wanted you to have, people tend to go in loops. And so in, essentially they take these large detours uh, that don't necessarily get them anywhere. They just get them to the same exact spot of needing to understand compassion. <laughs> so they like, um, you know, they, they would go in a relationship and like they would, you know, essentially experience all kinds of things instead of experiencing compassion. And so essentially once that relationship is over, they're back to square zero and point A, instead of moving across the spectrum that they're meant to be moving. And enough people actually never get to point Z. So here's kind of like, let, let me maybe take it like one one notch above. Uh, or like take it, um, um, zoom out essentially, so you, you understand the bigger picture. So the reason the relationship between Gaia and uh, the North Star, the concept of the North Star was created was because in third dimensional worlds, beings, and by beings, I don't just mean people, but I actually mean 
every being that gets incarnated, right? From literally planets, because essentially they're also incarnating, to anything from plant consciousness, animal consciousness, crystal consciousness, you name it. Um, Everybody is a little bit disoriented. The reason being is because your personal vibration, so to say, as a, a being without the body, as a soul, is a lot more higher frequency, a lot more higher vibrational than what you're experiencing here. So it's a pretty big descent, even for the souls that are younger, on the younger side of the spectrum. Um, as you're going through this experience, the veil of forgetfulness tends to be very thick in third dimensional world. So that um, what you're descending into is essentially like a coma-like state. So I wouldn't even call it a sleep. It's essentially like a coma from the perspective of your higher self, right? Now, you know, um, obviously you're very familiar with, with sleep. Um, now, some of you are sound sleepers. Some of you would like not wake up for the life of them, uh, like, and, and, and they struggle even like with an alarm clock. So descending into different dimensions actually feels very different in terms of how much access your higher self has to you. Now, third dimensional worlds, the reason I describe them as a coma is because your higher self pretty much has close to no connection to you. Um, or should I say very limiting, like say it's 2% of a hundred or something. So it's, like it's a very, very thin line. You're obviously are still connected, but it's not a very easy, like communication, so to say loop. Um, so because before you descend here, and essentially it's a known fact. Um, it's a known fact that 3D realm is not necessarily known for um, its ability or its propensity to connect very well with higher, higher dimensional consciousness. Because of that, right, all of your higher selves collectively know that it's a problem. Like once you kind of project a part of you into an incarnation, it's essentially really hard to guide it. But guide it, you really want to guide it because Otherwise, what's the point, right? Like, obviously, each incarnation is really planned from A to B to C down to Z. And it's supposed to be a very guided experience. It's supposed to be a very controlled experience. Now, of course, you descent here as a projection of your higher self. You completely forget everything and you have no means of communicating with your higher self. That's why very often, I would say good, like good 90% of incarnations are full of people just doing something completely ridiculously outrageously not according to plan and and going on like a detour and going in in a loop that leads into nowhere or like pursuing dead ends etc etc so it's, it's actually like madness trying to watch that from the perspective of the higher self it's frustrating it's frustrating to say to say the least so there has been designed a relationship or like a relationship um, that, uh, that has been developed. And the relationship is between, in this instance, you know, planet Gaia and the North Star. Now, there are relationships like that with pretty much every planet that exists in a third dimensional world has a companion that could be likened to a North Star or really like an alignment mechanism. So each planet in third dimensional consciousness has a compass planet and it's a symbiotic relationship it is something that is a sacred contract between these two planets um, these two consciousnesses tend to be very much in sync so they know everything about each other right before incarnating and they know exactly what 
um, the other goals are. So it's very easy. So they come in full alignment, essentially. But that is not where this ends. Actually, this is just like the beginning and um, of, of like how fascinating this is. Now, let's look at the North Star itself. And every star that would represent the North Star, essentially for Gaia. What ends up happening is part of the reason why this star is able to serve as the compass, the entryway, the portal, the gateway into higher consciousness, which essentially is what it is, because you cannot be a guiding star without providing all of the above or all of what I've just mentioned, is because the North Star essentially has access to um, each of your higher selves um, and it has access to the Akashic field. So because of that, because of, of having access to both of these resources, the, um, the North Star is exceptionally well positioned to be able to guide each of you individually, as well as guide humanity collectively, as well as even guide Gaia herself, right? Because the North Star is actually more connected, ironically, to the higher self of Gaia than Gaia herself is. Because essentially Gaia is going through the same experience that you are. In other words, right? The North Star is going to be more aligned to your own higher self than you would be as a general rule. That is why it is in a good position to assist you, to aid you. And again, the reason that that is so is because your higher selves knew that you needed assistance, you needed help. And one of the ways that they could provide help outside of, you know, essentially everybody having an awakening, which is not necessarily possible given the constraints of 3D, um, you know, the concept of the North Star was created and each of the higher selves chose, of, of beings that incarnate here, chose to establish a very strong relationship that is backed up by an energetic cord with between themselves and the consciousness of, of each of the North Stars that would support Gaia. And what's the significance of the North here? Why is it North instead of uh, maybe South or West? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually there's there's no coincidence uh not no coincidence it it could have been anything it could have been anything as in there are planets for which it's called the west star there are planets for which it's called the south star that is less um that is not the point though as long as because there there i mean it i there is no answer other than it's random it could have yeah. been the South Star and it could have still connected you to your truth, to your direction. It could have still served as your compass. So what's important is that you know which direction it's showing, right? And so it's all about alignment. So that alignment that exists between Polaris, for instance, and, and Gaia is that you know it always points to the North, which, by the way, okay, and... and so again, like it's less about which direction it's facing, but more about no... the. The fact that humanity knows where it's where it's showing and that human bodies could align accordingly. So for another planet, it could be a, a South West star. star. Yes. Yeah. It's just for us specifically. It's, it's the North Star. North star. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, make, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> and it has been agreed that for Gaia, the North Star is always going to be the alignment star. Yeah. Yeah, it is one of the settings that the planet chooses for herself. 
like how it's gonna like which uh which direction is gonna align and uh by by what means does it communicate or give the guidance is it a, like a cord or some energy flow between the north star and the planet and each individual on this planet um it is every connection is essentially an energy cord in this particular instance the north star needs to be actively invited into your personal space into your personal zone for you to activate that connection otherwise there is still going to be a cord it's just that cord is going to be in its dormant phase Mm. And because of the dormant phase, you're not there's no there's not going to be any bytes or bits of information coming through. So essentially, it's not going to be a cord that's going to be lit up by energy. And what would be the compass in this case? Is it like the human or the planet itself? Not sure I understand the question. Oh, you know how? Um, huh. Okay, that makes sense. So there is. Um, you know how you mentioned that the human compass is broken and uh, like how humanity doesn't know where the North Star is? Yeah. Like what would be the compass in this case? Is it like the knowing where it's located? Yeah, but it's more in the subconscious level. So it's broken uh, actually consciously and subconsciously in this particular instance. So once the human fully aligns to the North Star, they're able... So it's... it's The compass in this particular case is just an analogy. Because a lot of you would probably think, oh, well, I don't care where the North is, like technically speaking, because I care where my job is located. I care where my school is located. I care where my house is located. And I care whether I turn left or right in my car, but I don't care where the north is. And you would be correct, right? However, the proxy here or the analogy here is that you just need to understand your direction. So when I say humanity's compass is broken, I mean humanity has no sense of direction in a more allegorical sense not so much literal. Mm, I see what you mean. So that being said, though, obviously, you know that the sailors in the past used North Star to find their way in the tor- like in, in, in the torrents uh, of the seas, right? And that's how they used to find direction. So the North Star could be used for that also. Yeah. But the what I was referring to earlier when we had a conversation about the North Star was more the allegorical meaning. And it's less about people don't know where the north or the south is, because <laughs> it's kind of irrelevant, truly. Uh, what is more important is that people don't understand, A, why they showed up, who they are, you know, who they are, like, fully in their being, not just, like, in this incarnation, but in general, like, all the aspects that make them who they are where they're going where they're supposed to be going you know what mission they have etc etc and that creates a lot of busy work and a lot of running around at high speeds into nowhere or in the wrong direction and at what point um at what point people lose this connection is it at the birth or it's somewhere in like adulthood or childhood? No, no, no. So people lose that connection when they project <laughs> when they project forth 
like when their higher self projects forth into third dimensional reality, they lose that connection because essentially your normal North star for an incarnated being is your connection to your higher self. Your higher self is always your North star. That is always going to point you in the right direction. It's kind of like the cord that connects you when you're, every time you're making a decision, if that, if your connection with your higher self would, would be perfect and strong, you would never need a North star. You would already have an innate compass. But because that connection is severed in third dimensional worlds, because it's so low dimensional and your higher self is so high dimensional, that gap is so massive that it just doesn't, you're not able to connect. And so you need something closer to your physical body with the same properties. And um, the North Star just happens to be closer to your physical body in terms of proximity. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And... um... Is there a reason why people... Oh, sorry, sorry. I, 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 I forgot. Um, I didn't answer your question fully. So you asked, like, when do people lose that connection? Essentially, when they're birthed into this reality, they don't have that connection already. Yeah. However, however, right? In the old times, when people were t- studying astronomy and astrology, and that was, you know, not a pseudoscience, but an actual science, they were a lot more intuitive and a lot more connected because they, they used to navigate not just by the North Star, but in general, they were watching celestial beings. By the virtue of that, they were a lot more in tune and a lot more connected to their guidance system because they were watching um, you know, the, the planets. They were watching the stars. They were noticing how the planets behave in relationship to one another. Right? They were observing it. And not everybody, but like the, the, those societies that were, we're a lot more aligned. Now, even even the sailors, right, by the way, like if the sailor takes the time to notice the, the, like the, the North Star, to connect to the North Star, despite the fact that they're just using the star to find their way in the physical, right, they would, as a byproduct of just developing that relationship, get the other types of guidance from the North Star as well. So in other words, when the North Star was used as a navigation tool, humanity was more in touch with their own path. And so a lot more incarnations ended up being useful as opposed to useless. A lot more incarnations went according to plan as opposed to off the, off the track. So was it a, like a common knowledge um, yes. among people? In certain societies, yes. Yeah, and uh, what happened? Like, how did we lose this connection? What do you think happened? What happened with everything else? Everything went south. Um, The society that knows their true north, or should I say the society where everybody knows their true north, is exceptionally hard to mislead. The society where everybody knows their true north is exceptionally hard to control. The society that knows its true north doesn't march according to the drum of the 1%, or should I say the 1% of the 1%. It is a society where everybody pursues, you know, their own path while at the same time and simultaneously pursuing the path of a greater good. So the two things are correlated. Uh, The very select few wanting power is exceptionally correlated to the fact that a lot of original knowledge 
that was brought to this planet by higher consciousness in extraterrestrial consciousness and the forefathers of humanity. So is, 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 a lot of that knowledge has been lost, hidden, burned, concealed, and turned to the realm of the occult as the very few were seeking power. Because the only way that the few can get power of the many is by misleading them. And it is really hard to mislead millions of people, at this point billions of people, if they're all connected to their higher selves essentially through the power of the North Star. So, as in society you were moving towards the realm where the, the many were collect, um, controlled by the few, certain knowledge was lost, quote-unquote lost, but it was it's intentionally lost. It was eradicated, should I say. Now, something like this, like this kind of knowledge, it comes back periodically. Um, you know, it is this type of knowledge, like it's really hard to hide forever. So now it's just like another cycle um, within the grand evolutionary spiral where this type of knowledge needs to come back to planet Earth. It's time. Now, I hate to say this, but this type of knowledge, this type of like, there's always like a cycle as in it'll get lost again, then it'll get un uncovered, then it'll get lost again, then it'll get uncovered. And that is just like a normal cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, it's not that people lost it. Well, people they, lost it. They they were made <laughs> to lost it. So like how to put it, <laughs> right? Well, how should I put it? The reason it's so hard to answer this question is because what needs to happen for like a piece of knowledge to be lost is a group of people needs to start manifesting um, the fact that they want it lost or they want something that is coincidental or correlated with the fact that it, it should be lost. And the majority also needs to align with that future. Until the majority of humanity aligns with the future where they're lost, the direction is not going to go anywhere. Hmm. So it's it's not and that's why it's it's so complicated that's why it's not just about the few try, trying to control the many it's about the many also wanting to experience being controlled by the few and then what essentially they want to experience is first being controlled by the few and then getting out of that state of control right yeah that is kind of like the liberation is really what the, what the collective consciousness is generally so excited about that they would even go into the slavery in the first place yeah, so sounds like a game, you know. Oh, <laughs> one billion percent. Got it. Okay. And uh, are there any people on this planet with the North Star connection activated? Yes, of course. Is it a lot? About five percent. Five percent. The rest doesn't have. No. Oh wow. Okay, and um, how would maybe our lives look like? If we had our North Star activated. Like Your intuition would be, would be exceptionally strong. And it would always give you the right answer. But not only that, you would be able to hear it for what it is and make the right choice. You would make a lot less mistakes, quote unquote. Or all the mistakes that you would make would be your own. 
like the ones that would serve you, you know, because there's technically no, like there are so many mistakes you could make that would like serve you so much. So you want to be making them. You just don't want to be making other people's mistakes or mistakes that don't lead you anywhere. So the North Star would align you to your personal path so you can actually walk into the destination that you're meant to be walking in the first place. Connecting with the North Star is going to provide a lot of clarity to you around who you are, what you came here to be, who you're not, what you didn't come here to be, which essentially makes choices so much more streamlined, so much easier to make. When you align to your personal truth, you get your power back, at least a portion of your power back. You get a lot of clarity. Um, right now, humanity, at least the 95% that's not connected to the North Star, are kind of like living in the murky waters. And those waters are really, really murky. Like they're not able to see anything beyond like the next two steps. Um, when you are existing in full connection with the North Star, things are easier for you. Like the going becomes easier because it's not just alignment to your personal path but it is also alignment to the rest of Gaia energies. So people who are connected to the North Star don't tend to go against the grain. As in, these people would never make actions, intuitively, by the way. They would never, like, pick the wrong timing for something because they're so aligned with everything else around them that they would intuitively pick the most optimal timing to do something, you know? So it doesn't have to be an uphill battle all the time. You know, it's almost like you obviously know that, like, I don't know, when you're on a boat, you know, experiencing headwinds as opposed to tailwinds is a completely different ride, right? So when you're aligned into your North Star, your boat just like floats up by itself. You don't need to work hard. You don't need to struggle. You don't need to like drive yourself crazy trying to achieve some, some, some deadline. Like things just like happen for you. But the reason that is, is not because you're, oh my God, amazing, or I don't know, it's good karma coming your way. It's because essentially you are not wasting energy by making moves that are not in accordance with everything and everyone else. And, some, and you kind of like know what to hold and you know what to, to press go. Yeah. Because of that, you're able to move through life and get to where you want without using as much energy. Right? So it's a very um, ener ener energy optimized path. It's like, how do I get from point A to point Z using as little effort and as like wasting as little um, energy as possible? The answer is by aligning to your North Star. Hmm. That's so cool. So now I want to connect to my North Star. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> is there a meditation or a practice that would uh, allow us to connect to the North Star? Yes, of course. Um, can you share it with us? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... The connection to the North Star is exceptionally connected to your life force. So you really want to work with your breath in this exercise. Um, and we can explore like a few different ways to connect. Um, 
So with the North Star, it's important to first establish that connection and then work that connection. So it's unfortunately not a one and done type of relationship. There are certain energies that you can activate on, on planet Earth and, and then, you know, it's once and you're done forever. With the North Star, the activation essentially is once, but you still need to work on that muscle. And the more you align, um, the, um, you know, the more mindful you are of your connection to the North Star, the more it's going to be able to benefit you. And it's, it's kind of like a give that keeps on giving um, and growing on you over time. So actually at first it's easiest um, to connect with the North Star is if, if you face North, right? So for that first time, you really want to face North. All of you have a compass on your cell phone. So just like make sure that you are aligning to the North. The parts of your body that you need to connect to the North Star are like, so there are two most important points, like critical. Your heart needs to be aligned to the North Star and your third eye needs to be aligned to the North Star. Um, now, other chakras as well, but if I had to pick the most two critical centers, it would be these two chakras. So first I'm just going to explain to you what, you know, what needs to happen and then we can actually do the exercise if that's okay. So connecting your North, uh, sorry, your third eye to the North Star essentially enables you to connect to the guidance system. Um, of all the beings that would choose to talk to you, and I, I use the word talk very loosely, communicate to you, I think is a better word, to you through the North Star. Because when you are communicating to the North Star, it's not just the North Star consciousness that responds to you. It could be your guides, angels, archangels, it could be a higher self, it could be source consciousness, it could be anything really in the etheric realm that is higher dimensional for the greater good could be connecting to you through the uh, North Star. So it's important to open up your third eye because your third eye, once aligned and in tune with the North Star, is going to be able to bring in that guidance. And then the heart space, essentially, is going to be able to align you with everything else that's kind of like in this physical realm because the heart space center the heart space is existing in harmony with everything else. And it's always taking into account every little bit of the puzzle around you. It doesn't ignore things. It doesn't tend to discriminate. So connecting your heart space to the North Star would enable you um, to essentially, you know, kind of like float in this vast ocean of, of your current life in the most seamless way possible, bypassing the tempest, bypassing all the rough seas and just like going to smooth smooth sailing. So that's why these two centers are also important. Okay, for those of you that depend a lot on communication for this life, North Star is an exceptional communication alignment. So you might also want to align your throat space, your, um, you know, essentially your throat chakra to um, the North Star because you create your reality with the thoughts that you think and with the words that you speak for the most part. Um, because of that, unless... Um, and, and also on top of that, one more thing, right? Because the North Star represents the truth and your, your throat chakra represents the truth, having them in a line, in alignment, it's kind of like the the two truths combined or like the, the truth squared, if you will which is always a good idea. Um, I would say that these three chakras are the most important to align. 
Okay, so going back to the meditation, you really want to make sure that you are facing north for this first one. You can do this one standing up. You can do this one sitting down. You can do this one laying down, right? You just want to be facing the north star as best you can. And then to repeat my earlier statement, you always want to make sure that you are working the energy of your breath because the energy of your breath is your life force. Also, whether you want it or not, but more often than not, the energy of your breath really activates your heart space because of like the lungs, especially like if you're, you know, if you're breathing with like the full lungs of air, that will expand your heart space, whether you want it or not, which is really critical for connecting with the North Star. So you want to start with like really, really slow, deep breaths, right? And you want to get yourself into a good, good space mentally where, you know, the thoughts are not distracting you. And you want to close your eyes and you definitely want to focus that, you know, imagine, right, that there is in front of you, up in the sky, there is a North Star. Um, you can imagine the North Star as a star having eight points. You know, it's a really, really good proxy. Um, you know, eight points is, is, is one of the numbers of, you know, obviously eternity, infinity. It is also like one of the good... Um, um, just one of the like very symbolic um, uh, figures here for, for this planet. Um, a lot of higher consciousness beings work with an eight-pointed star, so you would be very um, well aligned there and you would be able to get their guidance as well. So you want to imagine this eight-pointed star you know, up in the sky and you want to imagine it as this very bright, very crystalline, very clean energy, right? Like nothing is, um, nothing can phase it, nothing can tarnish it, nothing throws a shade at the North Star, right? And um, then you kind of like want to see that as like there is this vertical line um, that connects um, like the very top and the very bottom of the star. It's like the vertical line that's kind of like uh, perpendicular to the horizon like creating essentially like a, a 90 degree angle uh, like almost like a perfect axis right so you just want to like make sure that you're very centered right and your personal chakral system or your spinal cord is kind of like starting to connect to this vertical line that penetrates the north star and so as you're breathing in what you want to do first is you want to take a deep breath into your heart space. And so I want to breathe it in into the heart space and then hold it here for three counts. And then as you're breathing out, you want to take the energy from your heart space, this green emerald energy of your heart, and you want to shoot it up to the North Star as you're breathing out. So on the out breath, on the exhale, you want to shoot that energy up to the North Star. And then you want to hold it there for three counts as well, right? So when your energy, when your heart space energy, your green, beautiful emerald energy gets to the North Star, what happens is the North Star is going to recycle it and it's going to shoot the energy back to you 
And the energy that it gives back to you is this crystalline diamond desk, like it's beautiful energy. It's glowing, but it's more transparent than green. So it will give back to you something else, not what you gave it. So whatever energy you give to the North Star, it always comes back to you in this beautiful crystalline transparent stream. So, you know, you want to breathe in. And as you're breathing into your heart space again, you want to take the energy that the North Star is sending back to you and absorb that energy into your heart space. And then you want to hold it here for three. And as you're holding it here, you know, you want to have the energy of the North Star rotate and swirl and twirl inside of your heart space, becoming emerald again. And then on the exhale, sorry, on the inhale, no, on the exhale, you want to sh shoot it back to the North Star again. And so essentially, this is a loop that you're creating uh, with as you're breathing and kind of recycling the energy. So you want to keep sending the emerald and you want to keep getting back the crystalline from the North Star. That crystalline energy, one thing I'll tell you, uh, it has like this cool tint. It's mostly transparent. It has a slight steely blue hue to it, just so you understand, right? So that energy is a little bit cool. The energy of the Polaris of the, uh, of the North Star is like cool. So you might want to do three cycles like that, three full loops back and forth with the North Star. Now, um, we want to move up and we want to do essentially the same thing in your throat space, right? So you want to inhale and you want to hold the energy or the, the breath, essentially. You want to inhale it straight into your throat chakra space, right? So you um, inhale and then keep the air in your um, throat space for three counts. And on the exhale, send it to the North Star, right? And... With that, have an intention to really connect your personal truth with the truth of the universe, right? This is kind of like the truth bridge that you're building between yourself and your guide star, right? And so, so on the exhale, you want to send it to the North Star. And then again, have the North Star recycle the energy that you're sending to it, because this is the uh, energy of... Um, the throat chakra, it'll be blue in color, right? So you're sending it like the deep blue energy. And then what the North Star returns back to you is again, like this transparent diamond desk, steely, like slightly tinted steely blue back, right? And again, you're, you're, you want to essentially keep breathing and you want to run three cycles here. And then uh, last but not least, you want to go up into the third eye center and you want to breathe in into your third eye and you want to again like hold here for three and then on the exhale send it to the north star now this is the loop that we want to practice the most so for this one the amplitude and the speed actually really matters so here instead of holding for three we're going to do very deep but uh, breaths, but without necessarily holding for three. 
because I want to start cycling the energy between you and the North Star very, very quickly. For those people that have a good relation with the North Star, you're, you're cycling like every second, like it's multiple loops, like it's not slow, essentially. Right. It's only slow when we're getting the centers going. So with your third eye, what you want to do is, you know, on the inhale, you want to inhale into your third eye. And then on the exhale, you want to send it straight to the North Star. And then on the inhale again, you take the energy from the North Star back into your third eye and then exhale back into the North Star. And you need to do 10 loops like that. And you want to do very deep breaths. So essentially you're cycling through so much air and so much life force because you really want to make sure that that loop, there is nothing in the way. Like, and pressure really helps remove any of the dirt, debris, anything that is stuck, you know, um, in, in this energetic channel between the two of you. Because by applying pressure and by like breathing really deep and with a lot of force and with a lot of intention, you're essentially clearing the pipes that are connecting you of, you know, back and forth with the North Star. And you're also establishing that movement of energy and, and setting that up as like a good, healthy state, right? So and that is, you know, how you essentially activate all the pathways between you and the North Star that have been dormant up until right now, right? So that's step one, that's activation. Um, I said that, you know, activating the, the North Star connection is just half the trouble. You have to keep keep maintaining it. Um, I recommend, like the full, the full connection with a, a North Star is going to take about 30 days. Um, it's a one-time thing that you need to do. And then, you know, there's very little maintenance that you would need to do past that. Like it's, I would say like it's the most energy um, impactful for the first 30 days. Um, I recommend reconnecting to the star once a day for 30 days. You probably want to do that first time, that first, um, first thing in the morning when you wake up. That way, you know, you align to the North star in the morning and then it essentially guides you throughout the day. So you don't have to, you know, worry too much. Um, so you want to align yourself in the morning to the North Star. And what you want to do is just the loop between the third eye and the star. So you, you want to do those breath, like inhale, exhale. And you want to do 10 cycles really quickly. What you would feel is your third eye is going to become exceptionally activated. Like if you're doing this right, you're going to feel like a crazy, crazy tinkling in your third eye. And you don't want to stop there. But in fact, what I encourage you to do is once you do the 10 loops, what you want to do is you want to close your eyes and then you want to imagine that the star that is in the sky is growing closer to you. And essentially you want to take the North Star and deposit it smack in the middle of your forehead, right? In your third eye area. Does it make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially you want to completely cut the distance, close the distance between you and the North Star by placing it inside of your forehead. Now, what you're placing inside of your forehead is not the full star. It's actually just a holographic image of the star, which is not that much different. But essentially that would enable you to encapsulate the fullness of the guidance of the North Star. Um, 
So I would do that alignment every day. However, there's one other quick trick that you could do to realign, um, you know, every aspect of your body to the North Star. This is not something you have to do every day, but this is something that I would, you know, do if you if you feel like you're maybe not fully aligned or if you want to take it an extra step, go an extra mile, this one's for you. Once that North Star is deposited in your third eye, what you want to imagine is you want to imagine that this North Star is creating mini replicas of itself, like copy-paste. Um, it multiplies itself and it creates a trillion like little copies of itself. And within each cell of your body, imagine that on top of each cell, kind of like as if it was pointing north, so right on top of each cell, this North Star is depositing a copy of itself anchoring each cell of of you to and essentially to your own personal true north so if you kind of like were trying to zoom in you know or and, and then zoom out you would see like your body comprised of all of these trillion cells and each of them has this baby north star at the very top it's kind of almost cute uh because like now like each of your cells has like its own personal star companion um but then also when you zoom out, like collectively, it really like makes your body glow in a very, very different, like in a very unique way. So, you know, that this particular exercise really enables you to rewire yourself at cellular level. And this practice also has an impact to even shift your DNA. So if you do this type of alignment exercise and then go on to have a baby, that baby is going to be a lot more aligned to the North Star and three generations after that baby as well. This this practice is that powerful. Hmm. That's really cool. And uh, what about the daily maybe rituals or things that you can do? Okay, um, you can use the North Star energy uh, when you're not sure what choice to make especially if you're selecting between like a finite number of options so what you could do i mean there are many divination tools that you could use right like you can use the pendulum a lot of you use tarot cards some of you use runes like you know there's scrying there's all kinds of things that exist right the north star is just one such tool to help you make a choice now the north star is always going to align you with two things your personal truth, your personal path, and the path of the greater good. As in, you cannot tell the North Star, can you please just do what's best for me and say, screw Gaia, because that's not how the North Star works. Right? Just putting it out there because it's a disclaimer. You guys need to understand that. You know, once you align to the North Star, you align to the greater good of all, including yourself. That being said, um, if you are not entirely sure what direction to pick and choose, I recommend, especially in the beginning, right? Do like face north, north, sorry, do a quick alignment to the North Star through the third eye chakra, through the 10 breaths, just like I explained earlier. So that's step one. Step two, imagine the two, three, however many options you're selecting from as bowls of empty bowls in front of you um probably easier if you just have two options just as, as a beginner because you know you, you would need to keep track of what happens next two or three options would be easiest 
and as um, you have to signify them quite specific. Like for instance, ball one is I wear a white dress. Ball two is I wear a red dress. Ball three is I wear a green dress. Like whatever your options are. So just make sure you know which ball is what option. And then you want to, from this space, you want to ask the North Star to tell you what option is the most optimal for you. You know, what option you should select. And then the, the North Star is going to drop a carbon copy of itself into one of the bowls, you know, kind of like a shooting star, like that falls from the sky. It's going to shoot itself into one of the three bowls. And that is essentially the right answer. Hmm. If you're picking between two paths, like that could be another way that you want to do this exercise. If like the bowl exercise didn't work, imagine that there were like two roads or three roads. And again, mark each one very specifically with what it is. And then ask the, the North Star to show you the way. The North Star is going to deposit itself into one specific path and it's going to light it up with like stardust. Like it's going to like it's going to literally light one of the stars, uh, one of the roads for you. And that is the right road for you to choose the, the road that leads you to least the least amount of like heartbreak and, and just like empty work, empty, busy work. And uh, after this 30 days, um, you would expect some kind of more intuitive alignment, intuitive hits, right? So, and this communication with the North Star is through the intuitive hits, basically. Yes. So um, upon 30 days, your first true alignment really happens, right? So at that case, in, in that from that standpoint you become fully in sync the reason it's 30 days i mean technically it's 28 days but i, I just rounded up to 30 just to be safe um, you need to go one full moon cycle um with like a line to the stars to the to the north star sorry so like you need to go through one new moon and one full moon right so essentially 28 days but like let's round it up once that happens like essentially you can get guidance in every phase of the moon Right. So essentially you could get guidance for anything. Um, once that happens, yes, like you become a lot more intuitively connected. You become um, you get guidance whether you want it or not, which is not to say, for instance, right, that if you're making a big choice and you want to use the North Star intentionally instead of just like leveraging it in the background or subconsciously getting this like uh, gut feelings, you may still choose to connect uh, and you may still choose to do the breathing with the North Star, with the 10 breaths. You just don't have to do this exercise every day to just maintain that connection. You would be able to just use it sporadically when you really need to. Hmm. And uh, are there any things that you can do just to be, in general, more aligned with the North Star on a daily basis? Like I've heard that your work desk has to face north your bed has to face uh, north it doesn't have to but um it is a very good very easy way to connect as in if your work desk is aligned to the north and you've done the job to connect to the north star that is just like the perfect setting you know if, if you're using your work desk for any type of inspirational projects or like creative tasks, like the North Star alignment is paramount because the North Star 
can bring more inspiration, more um, just excitement and alignment into your life in general. So you may notice that, you know, if your desk is aligned to the north, you get things done faster, your work, your overall quality of work becomes better. Uh, when you align your bed to the north, um, specifically, um, what, yeah, what would actually is enabled for you is the flow of prophetic dreams and just in general more aligned dreamscape. So the North Star is going to be able to work with you through your dreams, whether helping to heal you, align you better through your dreamscape, send you messages through through dreamscape, etc. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, so there's just different ways to interact with the star. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing this uh, meditation with us. And um, now I'm going to end this session. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at conversationswithmyhigherself.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love, Maria and Sergey.